This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's 5.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. It's time for Pope Pope Parliament, where we're bringing you updates from the Day One Riot. So let's start by heading straight into a discussion about the proposal to draw up a new agreement to replace MA63. And this is something raised by Sapanga MP Dato Aziz Jaman. Now, this was something that was suggested earlier this month by AMNO's Deputy Chairman, Dato Sri Mohammad Hassan. And it was supported by Keningao MP Dato Jeffrey Kitingan, who said that he wanted MA63 to be replaced because it hadn't been respected nor, for that matter, implemented. So, Minister in the Prime Minister's Department for Sabah and Sarawak Affairs, Dato Sri Dr. Maximus Onkili, responded by basically saying no to this proposal to enact a new agreement, uh, saying that the government is committed to implementing the commitments set in the MA63. He equated it to an oath, in fact. Uh, he added that any politician who wanted to ignore MA63 had views which weren't consistent with the Constitution, though he didn't name anyone. Malaysia... Is a sacred and foundation document of the formation of the Federation of Malaysia, which means no MNAMPUTIGA, no Malaysia. Kalau orang pandalaman not Borneo, Sabah, mereka pada pandangan yaitu MNAMPUTIGA is sama dengan batu sumpah. Yang telah pun berkali-kali sedisentuh. Tiada siapa yang harus mengubah perjanjian asas yang membawa kepada pembentukan Malaysia. Mana-mana pandangan yang mencadangkan perjanjian baru Malaysia adalah pandangan yang terpisong dari perjuangan nasionalisme negara. Apabila perjanjian Malaysia 1963 diabaikan, ianya bermakna membelakangkan persekutuan Malaysia. Pandangan sebegini sangat mengelirukan, jauh tersasar dan tidak selaras dengan perlembagaan yang telah kita luluskan di Dewan Yang Mulia ini yang mana perjanjian Malaysia 63 kini telah menjadi sebagian daripada perlembagaan persekutuan. Dr. Maximus said that ME63 was important to discuss matters pertaining to Sabah and Sarawak uh, and went on to say that we shouldn't be playing with semantics and unite to build our strength for the sake of future generations. So, of course, that was Minister in the Prime Minister's Department for Sabah and Sarawak Affairs, Datuk Sri Dr. Maximus Onkili. Um, now, Keningau MP Datuk Jeffrey Kitingan also stood up at this point, not to ask a question, but to clarify that even though he had supported the proposal initially, he felt that the government had since taken steps to implement and respect MA63. This statement uh, came along with some heckling from a few other MPs. Here's the clip. Oleh kerana Keningau, nama Keningau disebutkan Saya ingin menjelaskan di sini bahawa Memang betul saya pernah mencadangkan Supaya kita buat perjanjian baru Kerana pada waktu itu kita ada perjanjian Tetapi tidak pernah dilihat, dihormati dan tidak dilaksanakan Jadi apa guna kita ada perjanjian kalau tidak dilaksanakan Dan tidak dihormati Sebab itu saya mencadangkan pada waktu itu Tetapi Kini kerajaan telah mengambil langkah-langkah untuk melaksanakan dan menghormati kandungan dan perjanjian dalam MA63. 
maka apa yang saya cadangkan pada waktu itu tidak lagi relevan. Sekian, terima kasih. Itu bukan soalan, itu bukan soalan itu. Ya, soalan okay, apa ni? Cadang baru-baru ini kah? That was Keningau MP Datuk Jeffrey Kitingan explaining his change of mind. Do weigh in. What do you think of what do you think of the proposal to draft a new agreement to replace ME sixty three? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, moving on to the floods that happened in Baling on July 6th uh, that, if you remember, affected 12 villages, uh, took the lives of three people. Now, this incident was raised today. And specifically, Baling residents blaming the existence of the 52-acre Musang King plantation in the Gunung Inas Forest Reserve as being, of course, the cause of the floods. So, Minister of Energy and Natural Resources, Datuk Sri Takyudin Hassan, addressed this today by saying that Musang King, Musang King was not one of the durian species that was allowed for cultivation at Gunung Inas, but that 5,000 trees of that variety had been planted anyway. He went on to say that in 2020, uh, the Peninsula Malaysia Forestry Department had ordered for the termination of all plantations, um, the immediate termination of all Musang King plantations after the Kedah State Government issued an approval for more than 20% of the allowed area in late 2019. Daripada siasatan Jabatan Perhutanan Semenanyu Malaysia dan juga Jabatan Perhutanan Negeri Kedah, projek durian yang dipanggil durian hybrid ataupun orang kampung panggil durian musangking. Saya nak nyatakan bahawa musangking ini bukanlah spesies yang dikenal pasti untuk ditanam sebagai ladang hutan. Terdapat 11 spesies yang kalau boleh saya bacakan akasia, batai, getah kelun, balak, TLC, jati dan sebagainya tidak termasuk durian hybrid sebagai spesies ladang hutan. Tetapi ianya telah dilaksanakan di negeri Kedah, di bawah kerajaan negeri Kedah pada seawal tahun 2017. Dan pada tahun 2019, kerajaan pada masa itu telah meluluskan penanaman durian musangking ini sebanyak 20% daripada keluasan yang dibenarkan. Masih lagi dibenarkan. Dan Jabatan Perhutanan Negeri Kedah telah melihat perkara ini sebagai suatu pelanggaran kepada syarat-syarat Kerana musang, uh, durian hybrid bukan spesies ladang hutan telah ditanam sebanyak 5,000 pokok di keluasan 52 hektar di atas Gunung Inas ini. Dan pada tahun 2020, Jabatan Perhutanan Negeri Kedah melalui Menteri Besar yang ada sekarang ini telah mengarahkan pemberhentian segera aktiviti penanaman pokok durian ini. Uh, dan mempen, uh, Apabila telah dibenarkan pada 10 hari bulan Disember 2019, sebanyak 20% di dalam pemerintahan Menteri Besar sebelum daripada itu. So following this, Baling MP Datuk Sri Abdul Aziz Abdul Rahim interjected and asked if the three water ponds near the durian plantations in Gunung Inas could be removed as this was believed to be the cause of the floods. He also asked about responsible parties that had issued the approval for these plantations and whether the government would hold them responsible uh, to reimburse the people of Baling for the losses they had suffered. Akhir sekali, rakyat ingin tahu sama ada kerajaan akan mengusahakan. Ini penting. Kalaulah ini kesilapan syarikat-syarikat yang melakukannya ataupun yang umat menteri sebut tadi, kerajaan negeri telah sedikit sebanyak melanggar syarat. Kalau ikutkan, dia latex timber clone. 
Pokok saja boleh ditanam sekiranya kita cabut kayu balak tersebut. Musang King tidak ada. Ini yang Bumak Menteri sebut. Ada tak syarikat-syarikat yang mendapat konsesi balak ini? Boleh membayar pampasan kepada rakyat saya di Baling yang tidak berdosa. Yang menjadi mangsa terkorban. Malah rumah-rumah mereka hancur. Segala peralatan dalam rumah. Lebih 450 buah rumah hari ini merana. Nak cari makan balik. Habis pertanian. Habis peternakan. Jangan binatang puas sudah masuk. Jadi soalan saya, adakah yang boleh menjelak untuk memastikan ini boleh berlaku. Terima kasih. So I think as you can tell um, from the other MPs in that <laughs> clip, that was Baling MP Datuk Sri Abdul Aziz Abdul Rahim. So um, the Minister Takiyudin responded and said that the government had studied the issue but hadn't reached a conclusion on whether the ponds were in fact uh, the main source, right? Because they were still intact, but that any matter in regard to this and compensation were under the state government's purview. Cara jujur dan saya ikhlas, Kementerian terpaksa menjelaskan bahawa Kajian belum lagi dapat mengesahkan bahawa kewujudan kolam-kolam takungan di atas itu menjadi punca kejadian yang telah berlaku. Belum lagi sebab kolam itu intak, belum pecah tetapi kejadian itu telah berlaku. Namun demikian, namun demikian, Kementerian memberi jaminan sekiranya cadangan menutup atau mengalirkan keluar air daripada kolam ini memberi jaminan risiko tidak berlaku maka ianya akan diambil uh, tindakan segera di mana pelaksanaan ini saya jelaskan bergantung kepada kerajaan negeri Kedah bukan kementerian ya. tetapi insyaAllah kementerian akan bekerjasama dengan uh, kerajaan negeri Kedah untuk menyelesaikan isu mengelakkan risiko ini berlaku insyaAllah saya beri jaminan saya akan turun sendiri insyaAllah yang keduanya mengenai pampasan yang disebut oleh yang berhormat baling daripada syarikat-syarikat yang mendapat konsesi balak dan juga kebenaran menanam musangking dan sebagainya sekali lagi perkara ini saya rasa bergantung kepada kerajaan negeri kerana yang meluluskan pembalakan di sini kerajaan negeri yang memberi kebenaran untuk apa ni menanam tanaman uh, ladang hutan juga kerajaan negeri jadi terpulang kepada kerajaan negeri untuk menggunakan budi bicara untuk impos satu pampasan that was Minister of Energy and Natural Resources, Datuk Sri Takiyuddin Hassan. Um, so, a number of points there, right, I think, um, because at least from what it sounds like, um, the, the central issue of the cause of the floods mm-hmm. and whether or not the people of Baling are being heard. I don't know, we, we heard conversations about types of durian and plantations, but not necessarily addressing the central concerns, at least from the sounds of it. Um, let us know, what did you make of the situation and exchange? Um, would you like to see this conversation about flooding and responsibility handled better by the government. You can call us double seven double three two nine hundred, WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at BFM Radio. Next, Kota Belut MP Isna Raisa Munira Majlis wanted to know the plans to create a national medicine security policy and the measures the government has taken to control supply instability. Now, Minister of Health Kairi Jamaluddin said that the disruption of supply was because of the total lockdown in China, which is where a lot of pharmaceutical products are produced. Uh, he said this had actually caused disruptions of medical supply, not just to us, uh, but to other countries as well, such as Australia and Singapore. 
Kyrie also said that the high demand of certain medicines had increased and cited the bounce in paracetamol sales by 238% in the first quarter of this year compared to the previous year. To address the shortage of paracetamol, the government has agreed to, re- agreed to release the buffer stock from the government itself to be sold on the market. He went on to say that this shortage is expected to end by the fourth quarter of the year and that some of the long-term measures that have been planned to ensure the country's security... Um, when it comes to uh, drug supply or medicine supply, especially in times of crisis, uh, by encouraging local pharmaceutical companies to produce their own medicines through public-private partnerships, uh, developing the pharmaceutical track and trace system and strengthening ASEAN regional cooperation in this matter. Antara inisiatif yang telah dirancang bagi memastikan country drug security and self-reliance dengan izin, terutamanya dalam situasi krisis adalah Satu, menggalakkan syarikat farmasutikal tempatan mengeluarkan ubat-ubatan sendiri termasuk bahan aktif farmasutikal API melalui public-private partnership. Dua, pembangunan ataupun naik taraf sistem pendaftaran Quest yang membolehkan product registration holder untuk mengemaskini status pemasaran produk secara real-time bagi membolehkan pihak berkuasa memantau ketersediaan produk di pasaran. Tiga, Pembangunan sistem pharmaceutical track and trace bagi meningkatkan keboleh kesanan rantaian bekalan ubat-ubatan serta memantau ketersediaan produk di pasaran. Empat, mengukuhkan kerjasama serantau ASEAN melalui ASEAN Drug Security and Self-Reliance Framework. Projek yang diketuai oleh Malaysia ini bermatlamat untuk menambah baik akses ubat-ubatan. Salah satu strategi di bawah rangka kerja framework ini adalah kaedah perolehan secara pukal ubat-ubatan untuk negara di rantau ASEAN. Kelima, satu kerangka sedang diperhalusi bagi mewujudkan kerjasama strategik bersama negara-negara pengeluar API seperti India dan China bagi menjamin bekalan API untuk kegunaan negara termasuk semasa krisis. Dan yang keenam, peranan advokasi KKM berkaitan paten produk pharmaceutical akan diperkukuhkan melalui kerjasama dengan Perbadanan Harta Intelek Malaysia MyIPO untuk mengelakkan patent evergreening. Ini akan memastikan akses lebih awal kepada ubat-ubatan generik yang mampu milik dan melindungi hak pemegang patent. That was Minister of Health Kairi Jamaluddin. Um, again, let us know, have you been affected by the shortage of, of medicines? Have you? Is this something that you've noticed quite a bit? What do you make of how the government is planning to address it? Again, those numbers, you can call 7733 2900 WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at PFM Radio. Next, a question posed by Bintulu MP Datuk Sri Tiong King Singh on the long and short-term plans to tackle the shortage of uh, the chicken and egg supply. Deputy Minister of Agriculture and Food Industries Datuk Dr Nick Zawawi Saleh spoke about subsidies being offered to chicken breeders as well as the cancellation of exports among other measures. Of course, the issue of food security is not a new one. Uh, This is what the Bintulu MP stood up to say, mentioning the lack of funding to farmers and fisherfolk and the issues that they've been facing. And he wanted to know, what is the government doing to help them? Ini jawapan. Ada punya pun ulang balik, ulang balik sudah berapa kali ya. Sama juga. Tetapi food security kita tidak nampak di naik taraf ataupun ada satu tercaming untuk negara kita. Contoh tadi, cerita kita sepatutnya bekerjasama negeri-negeri, kerja, uh, kerjaan negeri-negeri 
di seluruh negara kita. Sampai hari ini, apa perbincangan bersama-sama sama kerajaan negeri? Adakah kerajaan negeri sudah bersetia? Itu tanah-tanah masih lagi hutang ataupun masih kosongan bergeliling di negeri-negeri. Adakah bilakah negeri-negeri setuju kasih naik taraf untuk ini tanam-tanaman? Isu kedua, kementerian ini sampai hari ini ada bersetia peruntukan tak untuk membantu ini petani-petani itu. Selalu saya tipilah saya masuk kawasan, saya turun badan, saya tanya, semua tak ada peruntukan daripada kerajaan pantuan. Ataupun bagi loan sama dia orang, bagi pinjaman. Saya mau tanya ini kita bank, agriculture bank ini untuk apa? Dia nak pertolongan petani ataupun nak kong kali kong, pergi cari bisnes, uh, bridging loan nak macam-macam, pergi besar-besaran loan, akhir sekali lingkup. Tapi petani itu tidak tolong. Salah. Kenapa boleh berlaku saya begini? Kenapa kementerian tidak hands on turun badan, lihat dan faham masalah-masalah menghadapi petani-petani semua? So Nick Zawawi responded by saying that Bintulu needed to be more open to discussion and that fisherfolk and farmers in Sabah and Sarawak need to register with the government so that funds can be channeled to them. Saya rasa yang berhormat, Kena terbuka lah, kena terbuka. Negeri-negeri lain... Bukan kita ha? tidak mau terbuka. You punya agensi, pegawai-pegawai daripada mereka punya agensi berfikiran mesti mau terbuka. Janganlah semua orang daripada semenanjung mau kontrol. Tak boleh. Yang berhormat. Saya sokong pintu dulu. Kepala Menteri, ringkaskan jawapan ni, Kepala Menteri. Masih dah, masih dah teman. Perbincangan telah dibuat. Dan kita mengharapkan ada hasilnya nah, InsyaAllah Kemudian peruntukkan kepada petani Untuk makluman Pendaftaran mesti berlaku Sebelum daripada peruntukan kerajaan diberikan Dua negeri yang paling kita duka cita Yang bertani tetapi mereka tidak berdaftar Dengan agensi-agensi kerajaan Iaitulah Sabah dan Sarawak Berbanding dengan negeri-negeri lain. Okay. Uh, mungkin that was Deputy Minister of Agriculture and Food Industries, Datuk Dr. Nick Zawawi Saleh, as well as uh, a little bit of Bintulu MP Datuk Sri Tiong King Singh. And that's all for today's Popit Popit Parliament. Some of the topics that came up include plans or suggestions to draft a new agreement to replace MA63, the issue of Musang King plantations um, at Gunung Inas, uh, which are, uh, which at least the Baling residents are saying caused the floods, um, shortage in medicine supplies, most notably paracetamol, as well as aid for fisherfolk and farmers in light of food production and food security issues. Let us know your thoughts on these. You can call 77332900, WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my, bfm89.9, the business station.